Good morning and welcome to the BSA Morning Miner. It's Friday the 5th of May ahead of Coronation Weekend. Paul, how are you and what are you planning to do to celebrate? Oh, uh, we've got birthday to celebrate here. My youngest actually is uh, uh, turning 18 on Saturday, so that's the bigger deal in my household at this point. So, Very good. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> Um, right, there's quite a bit of news out there. Should we start with the precious metals stories? As there's actually uh, Q1 figures out from uh, the World Gold Council as well. Um, that actually shows that in Q1, gold demand was down 13% year on year, but it's worth um, highlighting that, um, that comparing directly that period last year had the start of the Russia-Ukraine crisis and much of the um, recent strong performances gold is is back weighted into the very end of this year's Q1 and into Q2. Um, the key points in there, um, investment demand was 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 down driving that um, performance but central bank demand was still very strong 83 tons was up 176 percent year on year that was the big um supporter of, of performance um and jewelry demand was still muted obviously china's reopening only just beginning there and indian demand hampered by higher prices uh, but obviously the investment outlook now looks pretty strong for the rest of the year so um with that, um, I think there's some news out from Wheaton and, and Goldplat. Yes, both of those, on the other hand, uh, showing on year-on-year -year comparables well down on uh, precious metals uh, production for them. In uh, Wheaton's case, it's down circa 30% on uh, revenues and earnings. Uh, first quarter came in at $214 million in revenue. 135 million in operating cash flow and 111 million in net earnings. Cash balance uh, left them at that time uh, of $800 million, and there is no debt on the books at this time as of the 31st of March. And they have $2 billion worth of revolving credit facilities available to them uh, in order to draw upon to do deals if uh, they find uh, more uh, royalties to acquire on uh, very good projects, which I suspect they will continue to do. So uh, the... Uh, five-year annual, they have uh, gone to reporting five-year annual and 10-year annual uh, statements uh, in a forward forecast uh, from the royalties uh, that they um, have in inventory, such that they think that they'll uh, produce 810,000 gold equivalent ounces uh, within uh, the, or by five years out from now. So it's definitely still a growth story, but it is a little bit, I would say, um, Disappointing that they had uh, such a disappointing year-on-year uh, -year comparable quarter for Wheaton. In Goldblatt's case, you get to see uh, just exactly what the impact is on a company that is trying to re uh, maintain its operational performance in the face of these power cuts in South Africa. Uh, Goldblatt uh, having numbers uh, with combined operating profit for the quarter of a 1.47 million sterling which is 36% down uh, in uh, Q3 of um, 
know, the previous period, uh, which was at 2.23 million sterling. Combined operating profit for the nine months uh, was down by 20% at 4.8 million sterling. And operating performance uh, showed that in Africa that was uh, down by uh, uh, 500,000 pounds, which is roughly a third, uh, uh, and even more so in Ghana. So they are making progress with their uh, construction on their uh, uh, TSF facility, but uh, they have said that they will need to uh, um, expend or gain f uh, funds for another 1.2 million sterling uh, in the ninth, uh, next nine to 15 months for various uh, operational uh, issues in order to complete the TSF. And they are considering uh, seriously now putting in um, uh, diesel gen sets as backup power because of all the curtailments they have from ESCOM in South Africa. Yeah, it's tricky operating in South Africa for sure. Um, uh, news out from Cleantech Lithium, um, I think mostly summarizing activity in the year with uh, some year end financials. Um, any, any comments there? With Cleantech uh, Lithium, I would say uh, they did manage to raise 18 million sterling in the calendar year of 2022, and they do have quite a bit of uh, of uh, corporate performance going on. It IPO'd on uh, AIM during the year. It's considering a secondary listing as well uh, for the uh, ASX uh, incoming uh, months. Uh, and they spent about four and a half million in exploration. So they're definitely a company on the move. Um, so uh, with a PFS underway at Laguna Verde uh, started in March uh, and due to be completed by the end of this year. So uh, keep a close eye on that one because they aren't resting on their laurels, that's for sure. Very good. OK, uh, anything else, Paul? Really do have to mention this uh, statement. Uh, that uh, came out on the new resource uh, estimate by TSX listed clean air metals. Uh, they had uh, uh, um, warned the market uh, a number of weeks ago that there was a major QP qualified person error in the estimate of tonnage and grade for their Thunder Bay uh, project, the two channel uh, hosted uh, uh, nickel PGM deposits uh, they have uh, down there. And the new resource estimate uh, essentially has confirmed that. It, uh, and unfortunately, the combined uh, uh, lower volume and lower grade both means uh, it looks like about 50% less contained metal is actually defined by drilling at this point in time. We'll run a new PEA now, uh, just to see uh, how far uh, off they might be uh, from uh, actually having a mine worth developing at this point. Okay, well, want to follow closely there. Um, thanks, Paul. Um, enjoy a long bank holiday and celebrating your daughter's birthday. Uh, we'll be back next week. Very good. We'll see you then.